This episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe is brought to you by Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law Firm. Maybe you get in an accident chasing down a homicidal liquid metal machine from the future, or a time-traveling car sends you skidding into a truck full of manure. Perhaps a homicidal child cracks your skull open with a paint can this holiday season. Mo understands that every case is unique. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. The cinema. I can't do that voice. Welcome no. to Masters of the Cinematic Universe. It's not working good. This is Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Do the MCU. However, we're not doing the MCU as a master's class. We're doing this one the right way. Well, I guess yeah. ma- master's class still is the right way. That sounds bad to say it that way. But we're giving this one all the love. All of our other Marvel episodes are shit. Yeah. This one. <laughs> well, I- I'm I'm just saying, this is the only Marvel franchise to have four movies. Mm, I like what you did there. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Just say, there will be another one soon, even though technically it's a different person. <laughs> like, so does that count? It, oh, totally counts. I mean, just because it's the same mantle, but it's a different person. However, the new movie also said that the mantle doesn't mean shit anymore, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody can hold that mantle, too, apparently. Uh, but I'm not going to spoil that. I will say uh, what's new with me. It's also probably what's new with Eric. We're not going to give any spoilers at all for it, but we want to talk about emotions. Emotions um, ran high. Very I high. Saw, I saw Thor Love and Thunder. I fucking loved it. Of course, you know that I'm going to already. Uh, but it did something to me that I don't think was possible. It made me cry. <sighs> A lot. The world is coming <laughs> to an end. Like, I, like, I love that, man. Like, I could, I'll tear up here and there to something. Like, just a brief tear up where I'm just like, mm, you know, like you get the, like a little waterworks going, but it's not really crying. In this movie, I'm like, I'm like fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew, I knew Joe saw it. So when I was sitting in the theater, an almost empty theater, texted him to let him know it was going to start. And I think the exact quote was that you cried for 70% At of least. this movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a lot, dude, for anybody. But yeah. For you, but I mean, how much did you cry? Not 70%. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I guess maybe it's because I, I love him so much more. Maybe. I, I mean, you know how emotional I am, and there were elements of that movie that crushed me. You know? Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I think I think it hit you harder than it hit me, which is the first time that's ever that's happened. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, it, I, it's also like... It made me cry in different ways. Like, so I laughed so hard I cried. Like, that first scene, I just laughed so fucking hard the whole fucking scene. I couldn't stop laughing because it was just one fucking prop gag after another. Like, I will say, I enjoyed that movie more knowing how much you enjoyed it. (laughs) For sure. I I called, like, half of this movie is brilliant ignorance. (laughs) Like, this is like idiocracy level stupidity (laughs) in this fucking movie. But the rest of it's like heartwarming. Like it makes oh. you like feel like I don't even know like the right. I don't even know how to describe this emotion because I don't ever feel this emotion. Yeah, Joe's heart grew three <laughs> sizes that Joe. day. Oh my god, I love. I don't know this, how to man. process this. 
It's uh, it, it, it was it, sweet, like it, like genuinely saccharine sweet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm surprised that that hit you that way because usually, you know, we we've watched some saccharine sweet movies, and you're quick to, eh, this is a little too uh, yeah. Yeah. feely for me. You know, I, I want my. I my think funny it had ha-ha. to do with. Uh, shit, how can I say this without like. I don't want to say it, but ruining it for me because yeah, the reason I'm yeah. quiet is because I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I, I think it had to do with the fact of like the other characters in it that he was interacting with, and the the thing that drove the plot, like what drove the plot. I think that that type of a character like touched me more because it was that kind of a character, and like you know the what that could lead to, if that makes sense, without really giving away anything. Yeah, without you understand without, what I'm saying? without giving away anything, it's safe to say that they didn't lose sight of the heart of the movie under the veneer of all of the action and all the cool yeah. shit. Yeah. Also, um, Christian Bale should win an award for his fucking portrayal of Gore. Like, mm. fuck, he did a good job. Oh, Christian Bale is is an unbelievable actor. So. Yeah, I mean, I know that, but I mean, he just killed that fucking role. <laughs> like, yeah. That's, oh. called, that's called doing a lot with a little homeboy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I mean, should... that one that one apex scene of the movie, when you get to that big climax, like, just the way he's acting at that point, it just, just I mean, fuck. Whew. I know, I know. But listen. Yeah. I think what? I've done a good job of, like, not, like, ruining anything. No, no you, you didn't, didn't ruin, yeah. you didn't okay, ruin cool. anything. I have no idea what you're talking about. I've chose about. my words very carefully here to, like, not say anything, but, like, me and Eric, like, we kind of get it because we know each other like from seeing it, but I'm mm-hmm. not going to spoil it for you guys. I just want to know, do you love this movie or do you thunder this movie? I love and thunder it, but I will say I don't love or thunder it as much as I love and thunder the movie we're going to talk about today. I agree with you on that. Um, like story-wise, the movie we're talking about today is a way better story and it makes way more sense. I think... <laughs> They let Taika Waititi do too much in the new one. Like, they let him be too Taika. It's very Taika. It's, it uh, is extremely Taika. Yeah. Like, now, for me, I fucking love that. But, like, I can see how for, like, a, and it doesn't feel like a Marvel movie at all. Like, it so, loses the Marvel feeling. So one criticism that I've heard about it, and I know nothing about it. I have managed to miss everything. But the criticism I've heard is that it does not much to advance phase four story overall is that the case not at all is it establishing because because we still haven't established phase four we have no idea what the hell's going on (laughs) nope with this phase of the the mcu it kind of just like ties up ties up what a couple characters have been doing and like so it doesn't advance the story no not at all okay i I don't have a problem with that It's it's a it's a standalone adventure film. Like, so then that's if yeah. so now I know I can go in thinking that and I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah th- don't think that it's going to like. There are a couple things here and there that could like set up things in the future, but it's yeah. not like like a civil war. It's it not like yeah, it doesn't right. do table setting the way that yeah. Marvel movies have historically done. In okay. fact, the finale of Miss Marvel does way more table setting than yeah. that movie did. Uh, I haven't been, I, 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 yeah. Uh, okay, okay, well, I, was, I, I wouldn't say anything. No, no, because I made it, I made it through an episode and a half, I had to turn it off. 
I, I will say I just, um, it just the, the her whole going to the party and crushing on that guy with the hearts floating yeah. in the air oh, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Gone. You, you Done. Get, get Turn it, it off. It, get through it. It's good. It gets way better. I, to I like know. I've heard, and I, I, you know, I will. I will get through it. But it just—it could have yeah. been my mood. But I looked at that and went. Nah, 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 nah. I mean, that's very, the reason I don't watch any of the DC shit on the CW because it's all young adult crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, totally. And I, I cannot, I cannot relate to that at all. So. Oh yeah, I can, I can see that. That show felt like a I, show that was built for my daughter more than right. for, for the, me. Uh, Exactly. I love the parents on the on fucking Miss Marvel though. They're so funny. The dad is. They are the dad. The mom and the dad are funny. Yeah, absolutely. I like and them. I like the characters. She's fantastic. Yeah, she's absolutely fantastic. And and a friend. It's just yeah. I, I'll I'll get through it. I'm yeah. finishing up Umbrella Academy right now. Stuff. So when I'm Ooh. done with that, I got oh, I'm, three I'm on more. The boys now. <laughs> I got three more. The boys is done. I'm still. I, know. I still have. I waited like for it to all come a out. Boner to watch from it. that one. I'm on episode four right now. That one. <laughs> and I'm on. Um, uh, and and I'm, I'm wrapping up Umbrella. So I'll go back to Miss Marvel after that. But I will say this movie, like not this movie, Love and Thunder, has a very like dinner for schmucks feel. <laughs> like, wow. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> I never. Wow. Wow. But like right. Like it kind of has that weirdness to it. It's just a weird fucking movie. Okay. But at the same time, it's very like heartwarming. And well, there I, is a I love Taika's style. When he does also, his own like, stuff, so there's a lot of cool things like for like certain characters I really like. There's a lot of cool things you get to see. You're like, ooh, 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 like I fucking love okay. that. Yeah. Um, Listen, if you like airbrushed art on the side of vans yeah. from the yeah. '70s with dragons and stuff, you'll love this movie. It, did you like oh, the movie okay. um, Onward, the Disney Pixar movie Onward? I didn't see. I it. Loved it. I love that, it. That's kind of, it. Kind of reminds me of that too. <laughs> Thor: Love and Thunder has that kind of feel to it, also. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it's, that the one with the brother, or the two kids that have to no. find the dad? Yeah, yep. like wizards yeah. or right. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, fuck it's that movie. This... That that movie made me cry so goddamn much. Yeah, that's look what fucking Thor did to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I I would be a I would be a, a a sponge on the couch watching something like yeah. that. I would just do you, hold on, Doug. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you like annoying goats? Annoying goats? <laughs> yeah. I, sure, why not? Okay, then you'll love this movie. Okay, there you yeah, go. You'll love the first 15 minutes of it. And All right. That's um, the only spoiler I'll give you is there's... W- yeah. w- once Homeboy finds something he thinks is amusing, there's way too much of it. <laughs> yeah, once oh, Taika Waititi latches on to something, yeah. he's, he's no like that. Him. You know, that happens in the very first scene of this movie. And I yes. was going to yeah, bring it up. Yeah. Um, also, it's like he, 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 he doesn't stop. Like, he One doesn't know when thing. to stop. Um, what about uh, the new episodes of What We Do in the Shadows? Oh, <laughs> oh man, I'm so jealous. I haven't seen oh, anything yet. Dude, yeah, those those two. Oh, yeah, it, it didn't miss a beat, Eric. Okay. It hasn't. It didn't yeah. miss a beat. The la- like the Laszlo Nadia Lasha Exchange. That <laughs> and just oh, like baby Colin Robinson and just yeah. everything. Once I oh. saw the CGI baby Colin Robinson oh, in the trailer, it's so creepy. Oh. My favorite line. Which is the thing is why have I not why are we not done fucking yet? <laughs> yes, I know. I know. Oh, because we haven't started fucking yet. Exactly. <laughs> but I don't know if I talk to you guys or someone else about this, but do, do you ever watch the old Aphex Twins videos? Like yeah, Robert yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit? just surprised me. Baby Colin reminds oh, me God, of that yeah. fucking CG on their videos. I do not like Baby Colin. And and it's creepy. It's like just but it's purposely, obviously, it's purposely yeah. creepy. 
and yeah, it's it's good stuff. It's really good oh, stuff. Oh, and then the whole fucking Nandor in the episode two. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. All right, let's not ruin it. Ugh, I know. Yeah, you're 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 right. It, it's Eric. You're gonna have a blast. Awesome. Awesome. Well, guys, you know we're here for a reason today. We're gonna talk about, in my opinion, the greatest Marvel movie there is. <laughs> now, I understand. Endgame and Infinity War are bigger, more epic movies. And they're right up here with this one. But this is my favorite. Like, this is a fun fucking movie that we're going to do today. And I am so excited for that. Almost as excited as I am for something that's about to hit right now. Oh, I talked over it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> warm, warm. <laughs> Fuck you, Doug. Smooth move, move X-Lax. <laughs> so we are talking about today, and now I want to precursor this. We have done 16 Marvel movies so far. Is that what it is? 15, yeah, something 16? like that. That sounds right. They've 16. been master classes. Those are one hour movies. Like we've got through the entire movies and within, you know, an hour to an hour and a half. I'm going to fucking blow job this movie today so hard. This is. <laughs> wow. You, I'm not yet begun to defile myself. We are going uh, 90s crazy. Is the epic movie that saved a fucking franchise. It it took the jaws of life and ripped it out of a fucking crushed car. It took the life preserver and threw it over the boat on the Titanic, which was actually just a giant fucking door to this franchise. <laughs> yeah, we I mean, we were having a real Thor problem up to this yeah. point, right? Like they yeah. kind of didn't know what to do with this character. We yeah. had two Thor movies that were kind of lukewarm. Yeah. As yeah, far I, mean, as reception. I, gave, I gave them higher scores just because of this movie. <laughs> like, yeah, honestly, those movies got the good graces that this movie fucking did. And, and, and had we done them in order of release, like we hadn't seen this yet, I probably would have shit on the first horror movies. Yeah, but because yeah, yeah. I knew this movie was coming, they got higher grades because of that postpartum. <laughs> so, yeah. wow, great choice of words. Yeah, but this <laughs> is not postpartum depression. If anything, this is postpartum oppression. No, not at all. <laughs> I don't know. But but I, this movie's fucking excellent. We're going to talk about the epic Marvel movie Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Uh, I'm just going to like spoil something now. When I get to ratings, this might be idiocracy level. Oh, good. We all know it's coming. We all know it's coming. Yeah. You've been yeah. talking about this, doing this movie in particular for so long that I'm I'm excited to finally be here just yeah. to watch you undulate with excitement. <laughs> Look, <laughs> undulate. That is the just best like word a virgin this. at a strip club. It's coming. Oh. <laughs> wow. Oh, God. <laughs> I've not yet begun to defile myself. So, uh, we're going to play a bunch of clips in this movie. We get to watch the clips. I mean, you can watch along with us at home if you want to, but, uh, you should just watch this fucking movie over and over. I mean, I watched this movie like five times this week, and I'm not bored of it. <laughs> it doesn't get old. It just does not get old. But no, here we no. go. We're going to start this movie off with a little, a little explainer. I don't know what you're thinking. Oh, no. Thor's in a cage. How did this happen? Well, sometimes you have to get captured just to get a straight answer out of somebody. It's a long story, but basically I'm a bit of a hero. See, I spent some time on Earth. Fought some robots, saved the planet a couple of times. Then I went searching through the cosmos for some magic, colorful infinity stone things. 
didn't find any. That's when I came across a path of death and destruction, which led me all the way here into this cage where I met you. <laughs> How much longer do you think we'll be here? Okay, I'm gonna pause real quick. The comedic timing of this so far is fucking oh, great. Yeah. He's talking to a skeleton. The second he stops, the skeleton's jaw falls off, and then he right? falls out of a fucking cage. Right as he asks, "How long longer we're gonna be here?" Yes. Like, I, I think I, I think I told this to you guys on a previous episode. I didn't know what to expect out of this movie, and this yeah. was one of the few rare times that nothing was spoiled, no trailers were seen. Went into this movie cold, 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 and uh, to open a movie this way. I mean, I I don't think I've ever been this hooked right out of the gate with a Marvel movie. Like, it was oh, just like, so what, what do they do? What is this, man? Like, it yeah. feels totally different. And I love the narrated style where he's, like, narrating a story to just let us know. It's kind of like giving us the inner monologue, but he's saying it out loud. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. <laughs> Thor, son of Odin. Sasha, son of... Bitch, you're still alive. I thought my father killed you like half a million years ago. I cannot die. Not until I fulfill my destiny and lay waste to your home. You know, it's funny you should mention that. Because I've been having these terrible dreams of late. Asgard up in flames, falling to ruins, and you, Serta, are at the center of all of them. Then you have seen Ragnarok. The fall of Asgard. The great prophecy. Now, hang on. Hang on. I mean, <laughs> back around shortly. Do I really feel like we were connecting there? Yeah. Okay, so, Ragnarok, <laughs> tell me about that. Walk me through it. My time has come. When my crown is reunited with the eternal flame, I shall be restored to my full might. I will tower over the mountains and bury my sword deep in Asgard. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Give it a second. I swear, I'm not even moving. It's just doing this on its own. I'm really sorry. Okay, so let me get this straight. You're going to put your crown into the eternal flame, and then you'll suddenly grow as big as a house? A mountain! The eternal flame that Odin keeps locked away on Asgard. Odin is not on Asgard. And your absence has left the throne defenseless. Okay, so where is it, this crown? This is my crown. The source of my power! Oh, that's a crown. I thought it was a big eyebrow. <laughs> it's a crown. Anyway, it sounds like all I have to do to stop Ragnarok is rip that thing off your head. <laughs> but Ragnarok has already begun. You cannot stop it. doom and so are you all will suffer all will burn oh that's intense you know to be honest seeing you grow really big and set fire to a planet would be quite the spectacle <laughs> but it looks like i'm gonna have to choose option b where i bust out of these chains knock that tiara off your head and stash it away in asgard's vault you cannot stop ragnarok why fight it because that's what heroes do 
sorry, I, I didn't time that right. <laughs> and now! You have made a grave mistake, Odin's son. Oh, I make grave mistakes all the time. <laughs> Everything seems to work out. Man, oh man. This is our and, opening uh, to this movie. <laughs> and, and the choice of music is just perfect. Oh, yeah. I'm so happy they got Led Zeppelin for this. I mean, dude. that And it's funny. So watching this uh, movie for the episode with my son this morning, he's, he's playing drums. Like, he's drum lessons. He's seven years old. That song comes on, and it's hard to get him interested in music on his own. We really had to force it. That song comes on, and he's like, what is that? I was like, oh, yeah, you like that? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> Fucking like great. that. So now we're playing it in the car and stuff. Like, it's, it's, it's been fun, man. Yeah, and I know you, you already mentioned Zeppelin, but it's not easy to get Zeppelin to grant the rights. I know. To a song for a movie, and they did for this. So I mean, pretty this cool. movie is so fucking fantastic. How could they not? I, you know, I think the paycheck <laughs> hit yeah. at the right time. But, uh, you know, the weirdness of Taika Waititi, too. Like, if you're, your concern is your artistic integrity and this weird New Zealand guy with his crazy Kramer hair comes up to you and say, oh, you've got a really good <laughs> idea for this. Like, it's, if you describe that scene to me, I don't give a fuck who you are. I'm like, yeah, just use it, man. Just, just you know what? Don't even cut us a check. Just, I want to see what you do with it. Yeah. yeah. I also it's think like, it's good. Oh, yeah. No, go ahead. no, you go ahead. I was going to say, I also think it's cool that Thor is having a conversation with Mr. Krabs. Is that the great Clancy Brown? No that's so way! Funny. Yeah, is that's that him. really him. Yeah, oh, yep, it is him. God damn it! Um, I, I just fucking love this movie. <laughs> it just oh, he's so good. And then um, you're led to believe in the beginning, like this is the bad guy for the movie. Like you don't realize he's going to be so easy to just take out in this scene. <laughs> like yeah, uh, which this scene is fucking epic, by the way. It's, you know, I like how the tracking follows Mjolnir. It doesn't follow Thor. It follows right. the hammer. Yeah. So as he's, like, fighting, you see, like, from the hammer's viewpoint, you see from the handle of the hammer, then it's, like, flying around the room. And then, like, it's just that one scene where it flips up and Thor calls back and stops and goes fuck, flying right back to him. Well, you, you know how they did that, right? CGI? <laughs> no. Well, they, they, they put a GoPro on the mystical hammer and just let it, let it go, oh, man. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. Yep. No. <laughs> so, uh, good job, Eric. No, but uh, it's just epic. Like, the conversation when he's hanging there and, like, he turns around and he's like, hold on, hold on, I can't hear you. Like, like I'm surprised, like, I know it's the it's the joke of it, like, but, like, the bad guy wouldn't have sat there and just waited for him to turn around and start even talking. He just... Well, oh, that's, that's why he plays long. That's what made the scene funny. Is yeah. you've got you've got a villain who looks he's he's made of lava. Yeah, yeah. And to have him be kind of miffed, like, oh, all right, I'll wait till you turn around. That that was that tickled me. But yeah. I think I think what Doug was alluding to earlier was that you know as funny as that was, one less spin. Like, yes, one less exactly. rotation. That was exactly it. what I was talking about. Yep. Yep. Yeah, there's there's a there's a time to move on, and he 
tends to get lost in that. Not just in this movie. It's just a it's a it's a trademark of his almost. In general, and it creates that awkward humor. And it's funny. I was thinking about this when when I was watching this. Um, I. Uh, it was a previous episode. I think it was a guest episode. And you have to excuse my my brain is mush. But we had a guest on, and um, I think we were talking. Who's the last guest that we had? That See, was uh, that was um, uh, uh, Matt. Quick talk, Matt. Matt Quinn. I think it was Matt Quinn. It was, was talking. Quine. Sorry. Quine. Sorry. Matt. God, I'm sorry, man. Um, but I believe Matt was talking about the difference between British humor and, and American humor. And how he didn't find like that awkward humor as funny. Yeah, cringe. Know, he called it cringe. Cringe. Yeah. yeah. And that's yes. kind of what this feels like. It's like, you know, yes. that, that cringe humor, that like that awkward pause. So there's a little much of that. I, I could have done, like I said, with a, a little less, but there's more restraint here than in the sequel. So. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> no. Like, okay. But. I, I, I just love it. It's so stupid. Like it's it the, the correct word for it is stupid. Like Yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's fun. It's it's jokes. Like it's it's not what would actually happen. Right. <laughs> but, so, but it's that it's that humor I love, is that what we do in the shadows. It's you know Yeah. It's, it's Taika Waititi. That's just what he does. It is it is dumb, smart humor. That's the thing. There's dumb, dumb humor and dumb humor's great. Don't get me wrong. I mean dumb and dumber was straight dumb humor but yeah. it's beautiful this I is call it, this uh, is brilliant ignorance right this is smart humor masquerading is dumb humor sometimes it is just straight dumb but yeah. it works because he's got a talent for writing that and a talent for getting that out of his actors i mean he, he had said in an interview that 80 percent of this movie was uh ad-libbed okay i can see that you know so it was a it was a huge collaboration between the whole cast to get this done and it just shows how he's able to pick the people, you know, pick the right actors to do it and, and get that out of them, you know, seamlessly and easily. So I will say, too, like seeing this as the opening scene for the movie, it made me mad because I was like, oh, they should have been doing this with Thor the whole time. Like it, it so drastically yes. changed the, the yeah. course of the of like not only the character, but just the vibe of his movies um that yeah it just fits it fits a lot better than doing like the shakespearean thing yeah um, oh and there's a there's a line in the in in this that sort of uh comes back to bite thor in the ass uh later when he says i've made you know i make a lot of grave mistakes and it always seems to work out yeah i like that uh, one yeah so i, I mean that you day. know in uh, in infinity war that comes back to bite him Ooh. so yeah. it kind of does yeah yeah, I don't know if that was planned or coincidental, but um, it definitely that was a great mistake, and uh, it didn't work out. Should have yep. gone for the head. Yeah. So he he fights all these CGI monsters, <laughs> takes off Surtur's head, um, which is his giant eyebrow, and takes it, puts it, a, yeah. puts a chain through, and just fucking, <laughs> I love that fucking. Yep. He just ties it on, and then a giant dragon breaks free. Um, I like he just sticks Mjolnir in the dragon's mouth and goes, "You stay here." Yeah, <laughs> boom. The, because the dragon can't lift Mjolnir because it's not worthy. And I'll tell you, um, when that dragon's flying, it's like you got jet engines. Yeah. Because yeah. there's flames just shooting it out is, the yeah. back. Like, he's, he's actually, <laughs> he's got, like, rocket engines on. Um, while it's going on, he's trying to call Heimdall to go back to Asgard. But there's someone else in the place. Let's take a look at this little quick skein right here. 
This job should have made him rich. Now, the job ain't easy, but it does have its benefits. The Bifrost gives me access to everything the Nine Realms has to offer. I mean, it's all mine for the taking. Behold. My stuff. <laughs> Ooh. I'm particularly fond of these. I pulled them out of a place on Midgard called Texas. Texas, <laughs> that's a great name Des and Troy. <laughs> you see, when you put them together, they destroy. They destroy. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Arvin kills the fucking character. Isn't he Scourge. great? Isn't he great? And I especially love it because of the fact that like I've been watching him in The Boys so much lately. <laughs> and it's funny because you listen to his accent here and it's somewhat Cockney. Yeah. yeah. And then you go, you realize how much he turns it up for The Boys. Like, holy shit. Oh, it's yeah. like that. It's like this accent on steroids. Oh, yeah. You know? But just, I fucking love this character because he's so like... Yeah. Yeah. He has no like right at all being in this position. <laughs> like he's no. not qualified no. at all. He was put nope. there by Loki to try to fuck it because basically because he'll listen, basically right. because of how moldable his mind is to listen to whatever he's told to do. Well, he got like, far. Like, he far gumped his way into this. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, <laughs> but yeah. So um, while this is going on, Thor keeps calling out for Heimdall, Heimdall, like, and the dragons chasing him around. Um. I like because uh, now we're back in the Bifrost again, and like the girls hear Thor calling, and they're like, "Is this important?" And you see Scourge with a fucking shake weight. <laughs> 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 uh, the shake weight is like it, the commercials for those was like one of the funniest things ever because it's always oh, like yeah. something like this. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. The joke wrote itself with that product. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so finally, he picks up the Bifrost sword and goes, "You girls are in for a treat." <laughs> <laughs> puts it in the thing, opens the Bifrost, and just as he does, you see the Bifrost come down over Thor and leaves this perfect, you know, Thor, the whatever the Bifrost symbol is in the ground. And right as it does that, you see the Thor Ragnarok appear in it. It's like a fucking just great shot yeah. of, like for the title of the show. Thor comes flying through, um, but while he does, the dragon has made its head at least into the Bifrost. And as the Bifrost closes, it chops off the dragon's head, which throws just like yellow green like sludge all over Scourge and the girls and the whole fucking room. However, Thor doesn't get hit by it because he kind of slid away when he came through. Yeah. And then you see this giant fucking dragon head just kind of slide out real slow and bump into the little pedestal the girls are sitting on. And then its eye rolls forward and his tongue flops out. <laughs> it was very funny, but I do wish that he would have gone for the Ghostbusters joke in that scene. Because one of my favorite <laughs> elements of the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man exploding is that yeah. everyone has marshmallow on them except for except, Bill Murray. Yeah, that's and true. And he's just kind of looking around like, what happened? Like, that yeah. would have been that would have been fun. That, that yep. would have been pretty funny. Yeah. Um, God, I fucking love just This whole movie, like, everything about this, I fucking love it. Like, it's so perfectly done. Uh, so the girls take off screaming, <laughs> and uh, and Scourge tries to, like, tell thor thanks <laughs> like thanks for coming in here like and ruining this i was just about to like hey i was about to score yeah, <laughs> like i want to be some butthead super cock block right there <clears throat> yeah um thor asked where heimdall is and heimdall starts to tell the story about how how uh, our skirt starts to tell the story about how heimdall's a traitor and how like um he was banished by odin but he came in and um you know ran off before he can get to his trial <clears throat> right as he says this uh, Thor like does a with fucking Mjolnir and just flies off out of there, 
And uh, Scourge. I'm supposed to announce you. Yeah. I'm supposed to, I'm, I'm supposed to announce your arrival. I love I love the way he runs, too. He's running yeah. down the rainbow bridge, and it's this big, doofy, goofy run. Covered in sludge. Yeah. From dragons. Um, and just as we do that, uh, we see this beautiful, like, shot of Asgard, um, which it does get called Asgard in this movie later. <laughs> Texas and Asgard. Yes. I like when he called it Asberg. We'll get yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... I'm going to go ahead and play this next scene. Now, an interesting fact is uh, this next scene that we're going to watch here is a play. In this play, um, the characters that are playing the, the players of the play are Matt Damon as Loki, uh, Luke Hemsworth as Thor, and Sam Neill fucking from Jurassic Park right? as Odin. Um, and the music that's pl- that they're singing is the is the final music from Dark World, where they're giving the the, the Valhalla funeral for um, Frida. So yes. it's kind of a cool tie back in. And uh, let's let's watch this. Oh brother, this is it. I take my leave. You fool! You didn't listen. I'm sorry. Lady Sif, get help! Somebody help! Sorry for all I've done. Shh. It's all right. Hold on. I'm sorry I tried to rule Earth. They'd be lucky to have you. I'm sorry about that thing with the Tesseract. I just couldn't help myself. I know. I'm a trickster. Yes. So mischievous. Yes. Sorry about that time I turned you into a frog. It was a wonderful joke. It was indeed hilarious. (laughs) You are the savior of Asgard. Tell my story. Build a statue for me. We will build a big statue for you. With my helmet on. With the big bendy horns. I will tell father what you did here today. You didn't do it for him. I didn't do it for him. Loki died of his wounds, giving his life for ours. He fought back those disgusting elves. He brought peace to the realm. Loki, my boy. <laughs> it was many moons ago I found you on that frostbitten battlefield. On that day, I did not yet see in you Asgard's savior. No, you were merely a little blue baby icicle that melted this old fool's heart. Oh shit. Uh, oh shit. My son Thor has returned. <laughs> Greetings, my boy. It's an interesting play. What's it called? The tragedy of Loki of Asgard. People Asgard. wanted to commemorate him. Oh, indeed they should. Oh, I like the statue. A lot better looking than he was when he was alive. A little, a little less weasley, less greasy, maybe. <laughs> Do you know what this is? Oh, the skull of Surtur. That's a formidable weapon. Do me a favor. Lock this away in a vault so it doesn't turn into a giant monster and destroy the whole planet. <laughs> Thank you, dear. Um, so it's um, back to Midgard for you, is it? Nope. You know, I've been having this reoccurring dream lately. Every night I see Asgard falling to ruins. That's just a silly dream. Science of an overactive imagination. 
Possibly. But then I decide to go out there and investigate. And what do I find but the Nine Realms completely in chaos? Enemies of Asgard assembling, plotting our demise, all while you, Odin, the protector of those Nine Realms, is sitting here in your bathrobe eating grapes. Yes, well, it is best to respect our neighbor's freedom. Yes, of course. The freedom to be massacred. <laughs> yes. Besides, I've been rather busy myself. Watching theater. Well, board meetings and security council meetings. Are you really going to make me do it? Do what? You know that nothing will stop me on here as it returns to my hand. Not even your face. You go quite mad. You, you'll be executed for this. And I'll see you on the other side, brother. All right, I yield! <laughs> Behold! <laughs> oh! Odin's son! You had one job. Just the one. Where's Odin? You just couldn't stay away, could you? Everything was fine without you. Asgard was prospering. You've ruined everything. Arson. Where's father? Did you kill him? You have what you wanted. You had the independence you asked for. Well, 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 okay. I know exactly where he is. <laughs> so, <laughs> a little bit to unpack here. They're watching the play. It's the whole story from basically um, Avengers. Or was it Avengers or was it uh, Dark World? It's Dark World. That's right. Yeah, um, yeah, but there's a giant statue of Loki. They're in this like cathedral watching the play. He, you, you, what appears to be Odin is sitting on a, a bench eating grapes, watching this play. Uh, no one seems to notice Thor. <laughs> also, it's just kind of funny. The girl touches him and stuff. And, uh, you know, as the play finishes, we see Thor confront Odin, who we still think is at this point might be Odin played by Anthony Hopkins. Oh, uh, who Anthony Hopkins does a great job of giving like Odin stuff away. Like, I mean, uh, Loki stuff away. He's, you can tell, like, he's kind of off. Like, he's not a, the normal Odin. He kind of has this Loki-ness to him in, in, in the background. Yeah, it speaks to, to what a great actor Hopkins is, man, because that's, that's the most fun it seems like he has with that role. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> During his time in the MCU. Also, like, the fucking Westworld time, Tessa Thompson, Luke Hemsworth, Anthony Hopkins. Right? I know. Like this is like Westworld the movie. <laughs> but, well, he didn't. He didn't want to come back and do Odin, but he read the script and said, "I have to." Yeah, it's too good. This type yeah. of guy. Yeah. Right. This, this guy. Does he do some vampire shit? <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So Thor knows right away that this is Loki. Like he's not fucking fooled by this. He tells him to put Surtur's head down into the vault. And uh, he starts flipping his Mjolnir around and throws it one time, just kind of like, you know, hey, I'm not fucking around here. You buy one of this shit. So then finally he throws it, grabs the back of what appears to be Odin's head. Everyone's flipping out like, oh, shit, what's he doing? What's Thor doing? Um, and then Thor has a plan. He's like, nothing's going to stop Mjolnir from coming back to my hand. Brother. <laughs> uh, I want to Hulk Hogan, brother. <laughs> um, and, you know, as soon as it's about to hit him, Loki gives up and says, okay, fuck it. You win piece of shit get the fuck out of here we were doing good without you <laughs> um and just as uh you know he says he knows where odin is uh scourge finally makes up the fucking rainbow road <laughs> he's on that mario kart level that's really fucking hard 
that was that was excellent comic timing, man. That was some Monty Python shit right there. And yes. Have him show up and just be like, "This movie's just full of perfect timing." Yeah, you had one job. <laughs> this is so fucking funny. Uh, so Loki knows where Thor is. I mean, no, sorry, Loki knows where Odin is. So Loki and Thor go to the Bifrost and they go to New York and Earth. Um, and as they get there, they're watching the Shady Acres retirement home being tore down. <laughs> Um, which I know that's like a tie-in. It's from like Ace Ventura, and it's also from something else. Um, Shady Acres. Oh, in South Park, it was the name of the retirement home. Also, uh-huh. so they're they're watching it getting tore down, and um, Loki's like, "That's that's where I left Odin at. Like I left him here. Like I don't know where he is. And if he's not here, I really fucking don't know." Um, I love the line. Thor goes, "You left him here on the grass or in the building that's that's destroyed." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Loki says he's not. He can't see in the future because he's not a witch. And Thor goes, "Then why do you dress like one?" It's <laughs> a fucking great line. Uh, two random ass girls walk up and they want to like uh, get a selfie with Thor. And then they they bring up the fact that Jane dumped him. And the reason this was brought up was because Natalie Portman didn't sign back on for the movie. Right. So they had to make like a breakup. Which if they didn't have that breakup, we might not have had Love and Thunder. <laughs> That's true. That's very uh, true. So. Um, while, while they're doing this, um, a glory portal opens up under Loki, and he falls away. Oh, Just so you know, part. they're always called glory portals from this point forward. They'll never be called regular portals again. Um, and uh, Thor, you know, as the portal closes, sees a biz- like a like an, a just a card with an address on it, one seventy seven A Bleecker Street. Uh, Thor walks this address, and it turns out to be the New York uh, Sanctum from from Doctor Strange. Um, so Thor knocks on the door and just magically appears inside the building. The, the fucking like transporting around this building shit is funny. Uh, it's it's great. It's a great way for them to like really move around and scene to scene and like give it kind of just this cool feel. Uh, no star wipes here. <laughs> if homeboy would have put a star wipe in there, I, <laughs> I, I might grade this movie like a full point higher. That would have been hilarious. I, I, I will say too, man, I was super happy with this doctor strange scene because they gave him the yellow gloves from the comic book yes they so did. corny mm-hmm. looks like he's washing dishes and shit in there but <laughs> also um the reason this scene was in the end of doctor strange um because you get this scene in the end of doctor strange was yeah. because taika waititi wanted to film on that set before they tore it down so like oh. they filmed the, the the ragnarok scenes there and then they put it in Doctor Strange just to tie Doctor Strange into the MCU because there was no other connection to the MCU in that movie mm. at all. He was That's interesting. Okay, that makes sense. So that was always a Ragnarok scene. They just put it into the end of Doctor Strange so that way huh. he could be like seen with another MCU character. Right. Um. So uh, Doctor Strange is there. He greets him in his cool yellow gloves. And he just keeps transporting Thor to different rooms. And Thor's like getting visibly frustrated. <laughs> also, when he gets there, uh, Thor has an umbrella, which is secretly Mjolnir. Um, this was like a, it's a tie into a comic book uh, trope because he used to be, uh, what was his name? Like Draco or something? Drake something? Oh, God. When he would go undercover and he'd carry a cane with him, his, but his cane was Mjolnir and he would slam it into the ground to turn back into Thor. David Blake. David Blake. David That's Blake was. was his, you know, because back in those days in the comics, the the secret identity was still such a trope. So yeah. Thor was David Blake, and yeah, he would. The illusion was that it was a umbrella, but it was Molnir. Awesome, awesome tie-in, man. Yeah, 
they, they did hit a lot of like justice like a lot of the easter eggs in this movie like are tied to like old comic book series so this, they did a really good job paying tribute to that in this movie better than most of them actually they've done like there's way more easter eggs in this movie to that kind of stuff than i've seen in a lot of the marvel movies so far oh yeah and and before we get an angry email you called thor's mom frida earlier oh <laughs> is it and it's, it's frigga frigga yeah the the hairs on the on the That's back right. of my neck Frigga. stood up like fucking Peter Parker in a school bus. It's like, oh my god. I appreciate me uh, being corrected. I stand erected. Yeah, that's that's one in the glory for, portal. It's not Frito. Frito, yeah, Frito. No, no, Frito was in Idiocracy. <laughs> that was his voice. <laughs> yeah, and and the Godfather, Frito. Yeah. All right, so um, uh, Thor says, so uh, Earth has wizards now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. and asks who he is. Uh, Doctor Strange has questions for Thor and just keeps tra- transporting, transports him to another room and asks if he wants tea. And Thor's like, "No, I don't drink tea." And then all of a sudden, he has this big ass fucking like beer mug in his hand, looks like a beer fest, <laughs> <sighs> which he proceeds to chug down like it's beer fest. And then I want this mug because it just automatically refills itself with beer. <laughs> I want to know how they made that cool effect too. That was that CGI or was that actually like a cool visual effect? I gotta imagine that CGI. I, I, I want to. All they have like, to do is put a hose down his arm and yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it in. It'd be like the Pepsi from Back to the Future, where it fills from the bottom. Right. I'd be I'd be super impressed if somebody spent the time and energy to make that a practical effect, <laughs> especially nowadays. You know what I mean? Where it's like. It's probably so much easier to just do the CGI, but if somebody like fucking Jurassic Park guitar string that shit and yeah, like, yeah, what if we got one of those? Because um, it even vortexes up like it's filling. From yeah, the like let's go to a children's science museum and get one of those tornadoes in a soda bottle things. Yeah, you know? pretty much. The little yeah, somebody somebody has. But to either know. way, I want that beer mug because I want it to just refill for me all the time. That'd be fucking great. Or dangerous. Um, yeah, not both. But uh, Doctor Strange says he has a watch list of beings that are threats to the Earth. And uh, Loki happens to be on that list because, obviously, the acts of Avengers. So um, um, he just wants to know why, like, Thor brought Loki to Earth. And he said, well, I brought him here to find my father. At which point Doctor Strange says, so if I tell you where your father is, will you get the fuck out of here? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he's like, yeah, of course. He's like, okay, cool. Um, He's like. I know where he is, but he really doesn't want you to come see him. He's kind of like, you know, he's not looking for you to look for him type deal. But Doctor Strange doesn't care because he'd rather Loki not be there anymore. So he tells him he's in Norway. Um, he's at Tonisberg, which uh, will eventually become a much bigger place. Yes. Uh, so uh, Doctor Strange transports Loki or Thor around the, the septum a couple more times and steals a strand of his hair, even though Thor says, you will not touch my hair. <laughs> Um, and he makes this kind of like Odin symbol out of the hair and uh, kind of swirls it around magically, um, at which point um, Thor calls for, for uh, Mjolnir to come back. And you hear, as is breaking through shit, just kind of like we did in the, in the opening scene of the movie. Um, and as it comes back into his hand, uh, it still it still looks like an umbrella. And he says, um, I need, I need uh, Loki, at which point a glory portal opens up and Loki falls through it. <laughs> and uh, says, I've been falling for 30 minutes. <laughs> now, at this point, Doctor Strange has made another glory portal, which goes over to Odin, apparently. Um, and uh, Loki, like, gets ready to attack Doctor Strange. 
And as he does, Doctor Strange throws that glowy glory portal towards him, and they're in Norway, and it closes behind him. Now, this is a move I did not know you could do with a glory portal. It's pretty cool. He just kind of threw it at him. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. So, me and Eric were talking the other day about glory portal as in uses of glory portals. Um, and you know how, like, in Shang-Chi, when we eventually get to it, Wong makes Abomination punch himself? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, like he throws yeah. the glory portal right out at the perfect time, and his hand comes here and punches himself. This could give new meaning to go fuck yourself. Oh, <laughs> make a glory portal in the front, make a glory portal in the back. Just saying. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I've not yet begun to define um, myself. We're, we're trying not to encourage you. <laughs> All right, so that'll bring us into our next clip here, which is going to be a pretty good one, pretty epic. Look at this place. It's beautiful. Father, it's us. My sons. I've been waiting for you. I know we've come to take you home. Home, yes. Your mother, she calls me. Do you hear it? Loki left your magic. <laughs> Took me quite a while to break free from your spell. Frigga would have been proud. Come and sit with me, I don't have much time. I know we failed you, but we can make this right. I failed you. It is upon us, Ragnarok. No, I've stopped Ragnarok. I put an end to Sarda. No. It's already begun. She's coming. My life was all that held her back, but my time has come. I cannot keep her away any longer. Oh, who are you talking about? Goddess of Death. Hela. Her firstborn. Your sister. Yeah, what? The violent appetites grew beyond my control. Couldn't stop it, so I imprisoned her, locked her away. She draws her strength from Asgard, and Asgard. once she gets there, her powers will be limitless. Whatever she is, we, we can we can stop her together. We can face her together. No, we I'm on a different path now. This you must face alone. I love you, my sons. Look at that. Remember this place. Home. So, yeah, that's kind of, you know, it has that whole feel of, like, when you first start, you're visiting, like, your grandparent that you dumped off in the, the old person's home because he doesn't really remember anything. He's like, and, like, you're like, what the fuck are you talking about, Grandpa? Like, mm-hmm. no, like, that's not cool. Like, we don't talk like that anymore. 
And he's like, <laughs> then, you, then eventually they find his hidden Nazi uniform. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy uh, that shit. was an always sunny episode where uh, Dennis and Dee's grandpa was a Nazi and Charlie and Mac find his Nazi uniform. <laughs> oh my God. But um, but no, no. Eventually he does come to and uh, Thor thinks that Loki has an enchantment on him. But Odin's like, no, no, I broke that a long time ago. I'm just mm-hmm. I've just come to accept the terms of what it is. You know, your sister's coming back. And they're like, what the fuck you mean sister? <laughs> like they didn't know they had a sister. You know, yeah. o- Odin's first life is catching back up with him here. <laughs> Kind, um, of a, kind of a dick move to keep that a secret for right uh, until the day of his death. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. Knowing absolutely yeah. knowing it's coming, she's coming yeah. back. Oh yeah, yeah. They couldn't say like, anything about it. Kind of warned him, like maybe a month ago, so we could get some preparations in place. Yeah. Uh, he does bring up Ragnarok also, and Thor's like, "No, I stopped Ragnarok. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, it's not going to happen now." Yeah. And he's like, "No, no, it's going to just look at this place. This place would be a cool Asgard." Yeah, and I wonder yeah. if it's Anthony Hopkins who just says Asgard because he said it both times so far. Asgard, yeah, it just likes it rolls off the tongue. The ass, yeah. totally. Yeah, I mean, a butt plug is an Asgard technically. Wow, <laughs> I was like, I was like, what's that noise? That's but, skidding off the road, spike strips. But um, he does kind of like Thanos snap disappear at the end of this. Into the yeah, right, pretty Thanos snap. Um, I did also watch like a um, cons- like a tinfoil thing that like he was part of what was holding Thanos from like doing his Infinity Snap earlier. Like, really? Yeah, I I have to go to the rabbit hole where I found this at. But someone was like theorizing that part of the reason that Thanos never accomplished this was because of Odin's enchantment and stopping it from happening. And then once Odin disappeared, Thanos was free to move around and, and finish his plan. Oh shit! I'm I'm gonna have to look into this. This is interesting shit. Yeah, yeah I saw that earlier today, and I was doing some research. That was one of the theories I saw. Um, I'm gonna play our next scene here, and which um, I know these are back to back scenes, but you know we are breaking down. We'll, and then we'll we'll talk about the scene, and then you know it'll probably be time for our first break after that. So he's gone. a shame. I would have liked to have seen that. You must be Hela. And Thor, son of Odin. Really? You don't look like him. Perhaps we can come to an arrangement. You sound like him. <laughs> Neil. Beg your pardon. Neil. Before your queen. I don't think so. It's not possible. Darling, you have no idea what's possible. man she just broke his hammer like it was nothing i know like i remember the first time i saw that i was like whoa <laughs> i was like not only did she stop the hammer midair 
but then she just barely squeezed it and it shattered. She um, broke that shit. And uh, what's crazy is that hammer is not going to be able to be moved. Not even the pieces of that hammer are going to be able to be moved. <laughs> yeah, no. they, they may end up just leaving it there and building a shrine around it one day. I Maybe. mean, Maybe. it's possible. You know, all things are possible. Yeah, that but, was, uh, dude, what a, what a entrance for a villain, man. Like, yeah, this movie is really firing on all cylinders so far. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And like, it's crazy because you thought at the beginning, like the Surtur is the villain. It's Ragnarok. He's so he's going to find some way to come back and he's going to like destroy the city and Thor's going to have to stop him. It's like so far, like this whole thing's been my mind. Like, okay, look, they're right. They put the Surtur head in the thing. Someone's going to come in there like in Thor Dark World. They're going to like have some weird like army come break into the vault and steal the head and like. He's gonna have to fight this massive thing and save Asgard, but uh, but no, uh, it's weird. It's like it's actually his sister, <laughs> who can make knives come out of her hands, played by Kate Blanchett. Right. Yes, unlimited th- unlimited weapons. That's the oh, best yeah. part. Yeah, it's and not like co- she's got to reload. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's so crazy, and then the weird deer antler shit. <laughs> oh, love that. Where do yeah. they all come from? I don't know, man. It's like a piece of wood in John Malkovich's head. Um, another ongoing theme in this movie is the color green being against Thor. Um, because mm. Hela's green, you know, something else is going to happen later is green. But, like, anytime the color green comes into play with Thor, he's having some kind of issue in this movie. Interesting. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Green just, discharge, yeah. Yeah, the green slime <laughs> from the dragon. I mean, there's, there's a lot of green shit in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um but this is a good place for us to take our first break here. Um, you know, like that hammer just got its first break. <laughs> so we will see you guys on the other side. Hey guys, we've got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. What are we, fucking PBS? Oh yeah, you know it. I'm LeVar Burton. I wanted to be LeVar. Fuck. All right. I caught it first. Yeah, I'm hosting we, Jeopardy. Are you, though? Listen, guys, we, we need your help. Uh, to help keep the lights on, as they say, uh, we are launching our Patreon for Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. And we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, you get some different real cool gifts and prizes and merch uh depending on the tier that you sign up for oh we got all the tiers oh yeah you can either be a friend of the show a friend with benefits we just we could start to get serious or you could just put a ring on it already yeah and if you uh if you exceed that amount uh you know we'll send you some not safe for work picks if if you want Not safe for your eyes, picks in my case, but I'll anyway. say for anything, picks. Yeah. But yeah, guys, check out uh, patreon.com slash MOTCU. Uh, take a look at well, all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool uh, swag coming your way from stickers to t shirts to getting to pick the film that we uh, talk about. Yeah. The yeah. tiers started at a dollar. A dollar a month. Come on, what? folks. That's it? Yep. One buck to get in on that on that number one tier. And All with right. that, you even get the live chat with us anytime you want, as well as a shout out on every episode. Right. So come on, that's less than a cup of coffee a month. Jesus, what a steal. Yeah, guys, right? check it out. Again, patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U. And then enjoy this week's movie. 